once again, we are here. This is our final, final, final session of this Fan in the Flame conference. I'm so full. I almost don't want it to even end. But Father has been so amazing. If this is your first time tuning in, you are here at the first official Fanning the Flame virtual conference um, hosted by myself, Zoe D. Speaks. <laughs> and um, you are just in for a treat if this is your first time tuning in. Also, if this is your first time tuning in, um, be sure to go back and watch our previous speakers. We have had literally um, a, when I say we have had such an amazing time this week. Uh, Monday, we taught on a uh, speech with Pastor Kimberly Lowe. On Tuesday, we heard from Shakita Davis on our lifestyle. On Wednesday, we have we heard from Pastor Tiffany um, Cotwell on faith. Um, yesterday, I spoke on love. And when I say this week has just been an amazing week, just an hour ago, um, we heard from Summer Joy with her awesome, fiery testimony on um, the love of God delivering her from her lifestyle of lesbianism after 10 years of living in that lifestyle. And so, y'all, we've just had an amazing time. So um, I won't hold this time up. I'm just, I'm, I'm so full and I'm so thankful for you guys that have tuned in. Um, you guys. I just thank you. I thank you for everyone that's donated. I thank you for everyone that joined the raffle. We announced the raffle winner earlier. Uh, Tiffany Blackman was the, the winner of that. And so this week has been awesome. So if you've been following this week, definitely continue to share because this word um, I said is going to reach 5,000 and more. And so I see that and I mean that because this word is, is for the nation, you guys. And so um, this next guest I have been working with another guest that I've never met physically, but in the spirit realm, her and her sister are like double trouble. They are twins and they are double trouble for the enemy. Trust me, they are double trouble. <laughs> um, and I mean that like they are on fire for God and it, it shows. And so um, this next speaker, I've had the pleasure of working with um, over the course of this year publishing this title sexual healing and when i say um her testimony is one that is of many uh one one person um stated that as she read her book she saw herself and even myself as i read the book one of the things that she talks about, she has a chapter about accountability. And I'm going somewhere over here before I bring her up because I, I need you to understand that you're about to get the meat of some word from this woman. So she talks about accountability and how this, what this related to me was a call to purity is a call to be an example. See, a lot of times we miss God because we're not the example and therefore we cause other people to miss God because we are supposed to be examples. And so she states in her book that she didn't see the examples that she really needed to see. They talked one way, but they lived another. And so whether we believe it or not, our lifestyle and the life that we live, when we say that we are Christians, it matters. And so this conference is a call to leaders to rise up, to be the example in speech, be the example in your lifestyle, be the example in your faith walk, be the example in your love walk, be the example in your sex life, because this matters. This completely matters. Good, good evening, good evening, good evening to all coming on. So Miss Tiffany, Mrs. Tiffany, she has a, a, a powerful word for you guys. I'm going to bring her on because... This is a mandate. When she goes forth, I just want you to know you are going to be held accountable for this word that she's about to deliver to you. And I know even though she's the last one, baby, this is kind of like, I feel like God was like, I'm going to just ease this on them. You know, every week, every day this week, it's got heavier and heavier, heavier and heavier, heavier and heavier. So I already know. Minister yes. Tiffany is about to bring the fire of heaven yes. to this life. So yes. y'all saints be in prayer. 
as we uh, support this. And I'm going to go ahead and take my little self off. And Minister Tiffany, let them use you. All right. Grace and peace to all viewers. I'm so glad that you came into this space. It is a word from heaven. Um, the topic that I have or the assignment that I have is in relation to sexual purity. It is definitely um, an area subject, if you will, that we need to have that conversation about. But so oftentimes we bypass it. We don't want to hurt um, someone's feelings. We don't want to step on toes and we don't want to be the one um, title of uh, somebody that's opinionated or we are judging someone. OK, but as believers, we are held accountable to other believers to make sure that we live a life that God has deemed righteous for us and them. As a believer in the community, the community of believers, the church, we are held accountable. We are held accountable when we see our brother and our sister not operating the way that father deemed for us to operate. And that's where the breakdown really happens. OK, so I'm going to back up for a moment. I'm going to back up for a moment and I'm just asking our father to fill this space. I'm asking our father to fine tune our ears in this particular moment that we will hear from him, that we will hear from him. And that in this setting, something that said that we will use it and apply it in our everyday life, that we won't leave here and just and, and take mere words with us, but we will take the words of God that's about to be released and apply them in our lives. Not only in our lives, but we'll be able to share with others that we come in contact with. All right. As Zoe, Queen Zoe uh, talked about earlier in the beginning of this week, um, Purity started. It started in the way that we talk in our speech. It started in our behavior. It started in our faith walk. It started in our love walk. And now here we are in the area of sex. All of those areas are areas that surely require purity in the mind, all of that. But guess what I found out? The Holy Spirit revealed to me last night that in order to do all of those forementioned things, it require obedience. Obedience is required to talk like father. Obedience is required to behave like father. Um, obedience is required to even have faith. You hear what I'm saying? If it, it, when it comes to that faith, how how then do we need obedience? We need obedience to even not go pay, go go borrow some money from the 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 uh the tax place that you can go and, and write off your vehicle for. When he say you stand and you stand and and see me move in that area of faith, obedience then. It take obedience to walk this love walk that father has instructed for us to walk, to love that neighbor as yourself. To pray for and be there for a family member that seems like they stabbing you in your back to, to be there for their co-worker that's always in the office of the supervisor. Obedience, it requires obedience. Go with me. Our focal scripture, and we have many. Our focal scripture, and we have many, comes from Hebrews 12, 2 and 3. It says to keep your eyes on Jesus, who began and finished this race we're in. Study how he did it. That means we got to get in that word, y'all, so we can know what to do and how to do it. Because he never lost sight of where he was headed. That ex um, exhilarating finish in and with God he could put up with anything along the way because he was he was in he was the word, but he was in man form. So therefore, he did everything ex that was required and expected of him by father and us being in the image of the Lord. We should be um, using those bylaws, those commands, those instructions to do exactly and carry out just how father say for us to do it. And we can do it. All right. 
It says that the cross, shame, and whatever, and now he's there in the place of honor, right alongside God. He's in that place where we are traveling to. We have to work at this thing. It don't come easy. We have to work at it. We have to work. Okay. We have to work at it. When I was sitting down to study to see how, how do I need to bring this father? In so many ways I could talk about purity. I could talk about sex and we're going to get to it. He told me, he says, Tiffany, when I send you to earth, I send you in a pure form. But you guys have to work to maintain it. We come here pure. But we have to be the ones to maintain that which God sent us here with. We have to work at it, work at it, work at it, work at it, work at it. It's not something that we throw in the closet and think that it's going to do something by itself. We have to work in this life to, to keep our purity, to keep our holiness, to keep that sacredness that Father has for his people, righteousness. We have to do that. And when I thought about how to maintain purity, I thought about one of my aunts. When I was a little girl, being transparent. When I was a little girl, I had my aunt. She had the beautiful, the most beautiful yard you ever want to see, her lawn. But it didn't get like that overnight. She had to work that thing. You will see her out there digging holes in the yard, picking up um, roots out the ground. You will see her putting down fertilizer. You will see a calling other people that had to come and bring these big um these big pipes and stuff to put in her ditch because she was afraid of all kind of animals, especially snakes. So her yard can be clear of any type of debris, any type of thing that will pose her harm. She was out there working her working her land, working her yard to make sure maintaining. That her yard was well kept. That's the same way with us. We have to work at it day in, day out. We have to. It requires work. And oftentimes, Father is so good, he sent along people that will help you with the work. Accountability. We need accountability in this life, in this walk. Look in your circle tonight and truly, truly evaluate and examine. Ask Father who needs to leave, who needs to stay, because it is it's vital. It's that critical. It's that critical. As it relates to obedience, Father gave me that word, obedience. Obedience is truly better than sacrifice. We hear that all the time. And I used to wonder why they say that. Why they say that? Sacrifices are good to God. Why, why, why they say obedience is better than sacrifice? I'm glad you asked. In 1 Samuel chapter 15, I won't go through all of the verses. That's homework for you. So you can get in there and read some, okay? Study and show yourself approved like, like Jesus did. He, had, he studied it. Get in there and study. And I'm just going to paraphrase a little bit. It says, the prophet Samuel was given the task to anoint Saul as king. Okay? A little bit later, the Lord gave him instructions, gave him instructions to give to King Saul to carry out instructions to attack the Amalekites. Hope I'm pronouncing that right for you. And to totally destroy all that belonged to them. Those were the instructions to spare them not. I'm going somewhere with this. You got to know the history of the Amalekites. They were very territorial. They were like terrorists. 
They were always, they were some aggressive people. And so they didn't treat the Israelites um, good. But watch this. And father knew this. He ordered for King Saul to take them out, but he didn't. He spared the life of Agag and he kept the good, the good um, goods. But that's not the instructions that God gave him to do. This is what King Saul did, y'all. He sacrificed the goods that he didn't that he didn't get away do do away with, like Father instructed. He sacrificed those goods to God. Y'all hear me? He sacrificed those goods to God, and he thought he had did some good, y'all. But when you're not following the instructions, like Father tell you, there are consequences for your disobedience. And the same thing is true for us. In this case, I'm speaking of the consequences we, we don't abide by, obey the commands of the Lord. He has given us commands on how to live, how to treat others. And we don't do it. In that word, it tell us a way to show father that we love him is to keep his commands. Did you hear that? The way to show father that we love him is by keeping his commands. Can you really say that you've been showing father you love him? That made me cry and repent. A lot of ways I hadn't showed father that I love him. In my talk, in my faith, in various behaviors, and certainly my love walk sometimes. But here lately, I've been I've been put in situations that God said, you love the hell out of them. Love, show me to them. You can't act like them. You are kingdom. That's what God told me recently. You are kingdom and you cannot retaliate. Vengeance is truly mine, said the Lord. You can't fight it. You can't do it. So we have to do what God says. Follow instructions, guys. Deuteronomy 28 speak on several ways to obey and talk about obedience in that chapter. And it tell you the promises that you will obtain for your obedience. A little further down in that same chapter, it tells you when you disobey the consequences that come. Okay. And Deuteronomy 30, it go on to tell us about the love the father had for us. And that we would just obey him wholeheartedly that he will restore us. That's the kind of father we serve. But don't get so far out there doing so bad all the time. Take joy that you can obey father and do what he says. Think about if you have children. You want them to obey you. You don't want to have to spank them and put them on punishment and take away their good things that you have that you have rewarded them with. You don't want to have to take that stuff back. Why we just can't obey wholeheartedly to begin with? At least try. Don't just go out there carelessly in your waywardness and just hurt the heart of God. When are we going to wake up and not want to hurt our very creator? The reason why we have life. The time is now. Father is not pleased with our behavior. He is not pleased with how we've been, how we've been behaving. He have, he is not pleased at all. And he have told me to go ahead and remind you, obey, obey, obey. Repent, repent, repent is what father is saying. That's what father said. Okay. That's what he's truly been dealing with us on. Now, now that I got that housekeeping out the way. 
Let's go on over here to 1 Corinthians 6 and 19. Do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. These clay pots that we have, I'm sad to tell you, they're not ours. They're not yours. We have the most high God in the form of the Holy Spirit. Dwelling on the inside of us. How are we treating him? Where are we taking him to? What kind of conversations are he hearing us participate in? What are we doing? He's not pleased. Want to know how I know he's not pleased? He wasn't pleased with me either. And that's why he have urgency on my, on my head, my entire being, to tell creation to come out, come out, come out now. Come out, come out, come out now is what God is saying. Come out. I can remember when I had the urgency, Holy Spirit was on me so heavy. And I'm so glad he didn't evict. He didn't come out of me. He gave me another warning. He said, stop in that, that sin you're in. Having sex like an animal around here. You know better. And I'm quiet just like you are. And I was like, whoa. But I'm going to go back a piece. I had just went through it, um, going through a divorce, one completely out of it. Let me help you. So you can know I'm not judging you. I'm coming in love, but I'm coming in urgency. Because Father's saying the time is now. He's given us enough time. Wake up. I wanted to validate why I was out there doing what I was doing. I was going through a divorce. Felt like I had been locked up. One appreciated. And I wanted to do what I wanted to do. I made it up in this mind of mine to do wrong, to sin. And I did it. I started seeing somebody. And when I was seeing them, father said, don't do it. But I did it anyway. I like the compliments. I like all the compliments I was receiving. I did. Making me feel pretty. I should know I'm pretty anyway. But that was something I was lacking. I wasn't whole in God. So anything that came up that sounded so good and was appeasing this flesh, it was all right. It was all right with me. But watch this. One night I was going to see the filler. And the filler is the fella that I was going to see. Then mention his name. His name is filler in the, in the, in the, um, in the book, Sexual Healing, because he was filling me in different areas. So I thought. Kind gentleman now. But it was wrong. I remember. Had took a good bath, smelling good, you know, bath and body stuff. Had packed me a little duffel bag. Tiptoeing past my mama. 
my mama asked me why I thought I was going that time of night. And the flesh, but as I think back, father was still speaking. Listen to this. I told my mama, so I'm about to go fast and pray. We got to hear that. Look at it in two ways. The flesh was trying to lie to get past my praying mama. Because if I had told her I was going to do some devilment, she would have locked me up and threw me back in that room. Because you're not going to do that. So I had to come up with something churchy so I can get past her. But father was telling me at the same time what I need to do. Go fast and pray. You hear that? I got past her with that. On my way to do wrong. Way of escapes, y'all. That's what I'm naming. I see a covenant transport 18-wheeler truck. And it seemed like lights was on it. Getting my attention, y'all. To tell me, you still in covenant. And where you had it, it's not right. I zoom past it anyway. I get on to the Phyllis house and the Phyllis say, I said, hey there. He said, hey, you know you're smelling good, girl. I said, yeah. Mm-hmm. You just don't know what's in this duffel bag, boy. Y'all hear me? Minister Tiffany. Get in the house. The Phyllis says, I got to tell you what happened to me last night. And so what happened to you? He says, I was watching my show last night and a Christian broadcast came through. What did it say? It was about David and Bathsheba. I can't be no David, Tiffany. I said, huh? I knew what he was talking about, but I'm looking at him like, how you know that? You ain't no church boy. Holy Spirit said, maybe you will listen to your God, the filler, if I speak through him. That shook me up. David, in case you don't know, was messing with a married woman. In this case, I was Bathsheba. And the filler was David. Do y'all hear me? In your mess, in your sin, Father is not man that he shall lie. He's giving you ways of escape too. Father is not man that he shall lie. He's giving you ways of escape too. Are you overriding them? Or are you taking heed to them? Don't override the voice of God. He's protecting you. He's protecting you. Oh, what love the father has for us. He's not trying to keep us away from some good. He's setting us up for the best. That's how our father is. But this, the flesh, it wants what it wants and it trips us up, y'all. It trips us up. It trips us up. That's why in 1 Corinthians 6, 18, 
It says, flee from sexual immorality. Every other sin a person commits outside the body, but the sexual immoral person sins against his own body. Run from hell is what I'm saying tonight. By all means necessary, run like your life depend on it because it do. Run from hell. Run. You get involved with these soul ties. You get involved with these strongholds. This will suck the life out of you. A soul tie don't go away in 10 minutes. Y'all, when father really called me out, because even when I got that warning with that filler, I still wanted to do what I wanted to do. I remember falling down on my sister's floor because the Holy Spirit told me to stop my foolishness. I fell on my knees. I never forget that feeling a day in my life. I fell on my knees. Shaking. Shaking. Because the, 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 the spirit of God was so heavy on me. That glory was on me. Trying to get me right, y'all. It was so heavy. Had never experienced before in my life. Like somebody was sitting down on me. To get my attention, I got on my knees and I remember calling out to my twin and I said, can a woman with three children be a virgin again? And my sister right now, she's my accountability. We pray together. Even right now. Like my sister Summer said, it is hard sometimes. It is hard. But it can be done. It take work. I remember my sister seeing me at my lowest, y'all. It's like I was on crack as it pertained to sex. Had to, she had to bathe me. I didn't know what was going on with me. Having uh, night sweats, like somebody going through um, withdrawals. Let me help y'all. It is real. Sex is, 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 is meant, it's anointed. Sex is anointed. Let me put that out there. It's anointed. And you can't just be throwing that anointing around um, in a kind of way. You can't do that. Father, have it designed for your created spouse. It ain't for everybody to partake in. The enemy came in early for me when I was young, just a little lad. It took my purity. Illegal access early on in life. But he didn't know. There's one thing he didn't know. That one day that little girl that he messed with was gonna open up her mouth and tell the world about him. He didn't know that, did he? The little shy Tiffany, three, four year old, five year old. Here I am. We are glory car carriers, guys. We carry the most high God. 
if you have accepted him as Lord and Savior, he, he reside on the inside of you. And that's, that's awesome. That's awesome. We get to carry the glory. We get to carry the Holy Spirit. That's something to be very, very proud, enthused about. That he chose you to carry him. He chose you to carry your comforter, your guide. Y'all hear me? That's the love God had for us. That he will be a big God. And when we didn't get it right, he sent Jesus. Jesus came. We still weren't doing right. And he came to bridge the gap for us. When Jesus left, he still left us the way, the Holy Spirit. Oh, what love. And we need to show him that we love him. How? Obeying. My God from heaven. My God from heaven. My God from heaven. In case you're not uh, at this point knowing what sexual immorality look like, it come in various forms. It come when we fornicate. Yep. Did that one too. Got all my children before I got married. All three. But I stand before you to tell you, you can repent. And if you haven't done that, don't do it. You don't have to. Your story don't have to be mine. Start fresh today. Women, just because I, it's like the platform you guys um, jump on and be here with us. But the men, we got to have some good guys, too. It's for them, too. And fornication is when you're not married and you're involved in intercourse, okay? You got prostitution out there, you're receiving goods and, and money for your services. You got adultery, I did that too. When you are married and you go outside your marriage, and be with someone else. That ought not be. It wasn't right when I did it. And now before you telling you. Don't do it. It ain't even worth it. Not getting at the right place with God. That ain't right. Don't do it to yourself. I don't care what kind of hell going on in the house. Get before God and see what he say about the matter. Don't go tiptoe and talk to Tim. Or talk to um um. Trixie or whoever she is, talk to God. Call up your accountability and y'all pray about it. Don't get no other ears to, to start listening to you. No. Homosexuality, same sex. He's not happy with that. Okay. Bestiality. We don't talk too much about that one, but that come with um, a person and an animal. That stuff going on too. That's not right. It's not right. Okay. So in a nutshell, we need to be about doing our father's business for real. Walking in love, keeping the faith, our behaviors. Our speech, our sexual sex, yes, it's in there too, okay? I got one more point to make. I want to say it's one more point to make about this. And I was sitting up, guys. I have children. But I can remember when I was little, I used to hear this. And I might, um, Zoe, I'm going there, okay? I used to hear this when a guy got a certain age. They, the family would give him condoms. That 
that one right? To me, the maker of condoms to me wasn't evil. I'm not putting that on the person who, who came up with the brilliant idea of condoms, okay? But the use of it is baffling sometimes. Just say a married couple get together and they decide that they don't want to have children right away. Okay, I can see if they want to do it for that purpose. But to give it to children or, or you and an adult and you get out there and you just want to tangle and wangle and do what you want to do, that's not right. That's premeditated. Um, I used to hear in the event you want to go and do something. That's setting, that's setting our children up to fail. Birth control, I know birth control is used because I'm in a medical field. You can use birth control to help out with menstrual cramps. You can help to regulate your uh, menstrual cycle. But if you're taking your baby, 15, 16, 17, even you being 40, just so you won't get a baby when you have sex and you, you're not married, it is wrong. The best way to not get an STD, because I hear it in my in my ears here. I hear it ringing, so I know somebody's saying it. It's, we just give it to them so they won't get no disease. Hmm? If they weren't having sex, they wouldn't. So mamas and daddies, aunties, uncles, grandmamas, granddaddies, tell them don't have sex. That's the prevention. Abstinence. Don't throw no pack of condoms in their hands, in their purses, in their wallets. Don't sign these babies up for no birth control. They might come for me with their comment, but it's okay. Don't do that. We setting them up. It's like giving them a, a green light to go and have fun. Don't do that. And we've been doing that for years, for centuries even. Don't do that. Tell them children no. Get them in this word and tell them what the word says concerning them. And you won't be worried about no sexually transmitted demons if you're not encouraging them to do it. That's the prevention. That's the prevention. Tell them that God looks up on them, that his favor rests up on them, that he, they are making their father proud to be their father. Do that. Get them some affirmations. Speak well of them because they're holding their purity. Don't throw nothing in their hands and say, man, you ain't doing nothing yet. Don't do that to them. That is not right. That's pressure on them children. Don't do that. We cannot do that to our children. We have to continuously spend time in the word of God. We have to continue to be praying. We got to do that praying continuously. Be aware of your surrounding meaning. Who's around you? I'm serving the enemy notice and his imps and his cousins, brothers and, and whoever else I'm can to him. No longer with the believer because it's us, y'all. How, um, how we expect the unbeliever to act if we act in the same way? Could it be? That they don't want to come on the Lord's side because we how we are acting. They see us wanking and danking on everything. They see us partying like a rock star. Now I like to dance now. I ain't saying that or singing, but I'm saying wilding out. They don't see Christ in that. Watching all kind of ugly shows on the television. All kind of profanity. And we using it too. We gossiping and lying. They hear the conversations of us being with somebody else's husband or somebody else's wife. God is not pleased. We have to be the example. We have to be the example. 
the believer. If somebody call you Miss Holy Roly or Mr. Holy Roly, this name you can possibly have. Because Father say, be ye holy for he is holy. That's the best name somebody can, can put on you. And be holy for real. Nothing wrong with being holy. Nothing wrong with being holy. My father is holy and he calls me to be that as well. A man in his image and his likeness that's in my DNA. Don't run from it. The same one that they call a holy roly is the one they're going to pray when it's time. They won't, they're going to call up to pray for him. Stop dancing with the enemy, guys, is what I'm saying. Stop dancing with the enemy. I danced with him for a while. It felt good to the flesh, but it was killing me. It came with a with a high price. It came with a high price. Yep. I was sitting in my living room and I'm about to um, end. I was sitting in my living room the other day and I was thinking about how uh, we could be in such a place. Royalty. We in our, in our, in our royal place what God has for us. Walking this pure life out and then this flesh wake up and we fall prey to it. Taking us out of our rightful place at that moment. Don't let 10 minutes rob you of your rightful place in God. I said it, 10 minutes. A few minutes of passion can bring a lifetime of pain. 10 minutes? Think about that. 10 minutes knocking you off of your off of your role in God. Just he got you set up. He got this high place set up for you, this royal place for you, righteousness for you. And you can get back there. But why do you want to get why you want to fall from there? Don't let 10 minutes do it to you. It's not worth it. 10. 10 minutes can rob you. Run this race. Don't grow weary. You can do it. You got to be intentional. Be intentional. Get in that word. Ask Father for forgiveness. And like my sister said, this word don't feel good sometimes when you read it. But that's the love of God. If it can prick your heart, prick your spirit, that means we need to do something about it. It hurt to heal. That's how I look at it. When I read that word and it convicts me, I know it's something that I need to get right. Don't run from it. Go ahead and face the head on and say, okay, God, here I am. And let him do a work on you. Okay? I pray it was something that was said that blessed you, that a, that a, That'll take you a little bit further on this journey. Take heed to the voice of God. Obey. And that's all I got. Sister. <laughs> I told y'all I told y'all and at the end of the day it's obedience you cannot have purity without obedience y'all have left me just powerful 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 thank you you're welcome. Thank you for your transparency. Thank you for your obedience. 
And it's so funny because in the first, I had to rewrite my book because I, I slipped into disobedience. And then the Holy Spirit said, yeah, now you got to go back and include these chapters and tell the full story from when you were disobedient. And yes. this chapter, there's a chapter called The Fall. And in that, the subtitle is Obedience is Better Than Sacrifice. Obedience is better than sacrifice. Better and you know what? Sacrifice. I know we're about to go. And when you just said that, I'm reminded. And I wanted to say this. When, um, when King Saul didn't obey God, he thought what he was doing was okay. Because he was sacrificing it to God. But that's not what mm -hmm. Father said. No. That was the instructions. Even much so until... It even hurt Samuel. He cried mm. and prayed. But he mm. could no longer cover. He could no longer cover Saul anymore. The anointing that he had, it had to really lead Saul. And guess what? God said, get up. You got another sign. And he had to go and anoint mm. David. Give me a new king. Oh! Give me a new king. Lost Give me a new one. Lost the Lost position. The, the 10 minutes ain't worth you losing the position. Disobedience. It ain't worth it. It's not. You losing mm. your high place in God. Mm. Mm. For the money. Because the bill do. I'm going to go talk to John on the corner here. No. Trust God, that faith we're talking about. Trust him that he going to pay that bill for you. Don't go and, and cheat with Johnny because the, the, the money that honey got in here, your husband, your, your wife, you want to go get it outside because God ain't moving fast enough. And then you take yourself further down. I know about it. You'll be gone mm -hmm. in a whirlwind. Out of control. Out of control. Spending out of control. Further than you, you thought Suicide. she was going to go. All right. Mm, obey. I keep hearing Father say, obey, y'all. Obey. Obey. I hear fire on it. Obey. He's calling us to obedience, y'all. Y'all, it's been amazing. Support um, this 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 message, this ministry, um, sexual healing, because it 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 goes so far beyond sexual healing. I love what she did. She took it back to the root. She took it back to the root, and a lot of times mm -hmm. we 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 got to get to the root of the issue with our relationship with God and in our mandate. Even if you don't have a huge ministry, you have a purpose and you got to you got to obey and line up to that purpose. And that's what a call to purity is meant for. So I have enjoyed um, just fe feasting on this word. And um, like you guys, you can find the book on Amazon. It's also on our bookstore. But go and find it on Amazon if you don't have it. Um, it is fully released. If you want to help me support and bless these speakers this week, you can cash app zoe d speak without the s um i'll put that up there real quick just for you guys that are just coming on and and if you want to if you've been blessed and i'm i i my god um i just gotta bless i had a sister tickle me she blessed me and she said look i'm blessing you but i can't i i gotta be a blessing I, and, and that's that love of god like you gotta know that when God has blessed you through his people, you got to understand the heart of God is for those people to be blessed. It's not about the money. It's about the spiritual seeds and that's obedience. And people are trying to make you feel bad. And I sometimes have a hard time being blessed because I'm always looking at how I can be a blessing to somebody else. But you got to understand when people say into your lives that, that, that man, that that's amazing. So help me to, so into these to these speakers tonight and um I'm going on and they have 
I'm going on here now. Get on huh? Cash App. I'm going on the Cash App right now. Y'all get on Cash App and support ZoD Speak right now. Get on there we and support. We so that we can we can definitely be a blessing to it because this, yeah, we have labored over this week. We have labored over this week. This this week will reach thousands. This week will reach thousands. Lives yes. will be Amen. transformed. Amen. Lives have been, my life has been transformed. So I'm going to sew back just because they have transformed my life. Do you hear me? Lives yes, have Lord. been transformed. And so I just want you guys, this will not be the last one, but I'm just going to go with God. Whenever he say move and whenever he say, well, whatever we going to do, trust me, it's going to be only because he said it. <laughs> if you right. know me, you already That's know. Right. But I enjoy that I'm with Pastor I don't even want it to end, but it's this awesome. is the end of it for this week. Um, we we got uh oh dang it, I don't even have a book in here. Um babe, can you give me one of the, the workbooks, please? Do have a, a five-week workbook that follow follows along because this is an actual course. A call to period this was turned into a virtual conference this week, but this is a course. This is a course that I teach and it's based on these different principles to be the example, to draw us back to the heart of God, to, to lead us, to raise us up as leaders so that, you know, God can edge out those things and purge yes. us. Like we talked about last night, he is divine. We are the yes. branches. Sometimes he got, you know, he got to pull some things off of you if you're not producing fruit. So that's what this book is. Uh, that That's what this is. Each yes. week for five weeks, you can meditate with this book on these topics. So that's what this is. Um, I don't even have my information scrolling, but it's, it's, it's on the website. Um, Y'all, I'm so full. Me too. Miss Tiffany, Tiffany. Just go forth, you guys, in purity. Yes. And purity, as Summer said, is not always about sex. That's purity right. Purity is heart. Purity is your speech. Purity is yes. your love walk. Purity That's is right. your faith. You know, and so um, we won't hold you guys. I love you guys. I love all of you that have tuned in. Um, I'll definitely be um, seeking God about this next step because there's a shift in this atmosphere. There's a shift in this spiritual atmosphere. And this is yes. this something that's is flaming because it's, and it's an urgency. Like you said, it's an urgency because the church has to rise. We got another generation behind us that yes. needs us. That's right. We got generations of our children that are lost because their parents are lost, Ooh. their aunties are lost, their dads yes. are lost. Yes. Yes. And, and I, I'm going to say this and I'm going to go, you know, in at a time where a new Pharaoh rose up that knew not Joseph. Yes. He didn't know Joseph. He didn't know the Lord of Joseph. He didn't know the, the grace that Joseph had. And so the, 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 the persecution was greater over the Israelites because you had a generation uh, of a new king that didn't know That's right. the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And then it, the Bible even goes back and it says, then there was a generation that rose up that knew not the Lord. Mm. This is the gap. This is Mr. the gap that we're in. And this is why fanning the flame exists. This is why a call to purity exists because we got to bridge the gap. There's a gap. We got to yes. bridge the gap. Yes. So my God, my God, my God, let's go. Let's go forth with this word, with this message. Let's go forth blessing people with the word of God and um, just continually to seek how we can be the example and all these things. And yes, gather, break all these generational curses for once and for all. And so with that being said, I love you. I know we're going to be talking again soon. Uh, I'm so, so, so amazed and proud of you as a sister, as a publisher, as everything. I thank you for your time. Thank you you for are absolutely me. amazing. Look, your books have been the fastest turnaround ever I've ever seen. There's so much grace Words over your life in these in your ministries. You just ain't seen nothing yet. Glory to Trust God. Me, you ain't seen Glory it. Y'all, she ain't seen nothing yet because 
God is going to raise every using every single thing that the enemy thought that was going to break you down. God, yeah, he's going to turn all that around. We got souls. 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 We got kingdom work to do. So we got kingdom work. Y'all be blessed. I love you guys. Um, the song, if you like the song, I that scrolling that song. Last thing I promise them, last thing I'm gonna say, that song is by one of and most of you guys on here are probably from Greenville, Mississippi, just on here live. I know other people will be watching, but this is a young lady from Greenville, Mississippi. You amaze me by Ariana. It's a worship song. It's out everywhere. You can find it on YouTube. If you love that song and that song took you there, go and please um, just support that song. Download it to your your, your YouTube playlist or whatever because um, that song is definitely uh, amazing. Um, but okay. she's a, she's one of my old students. Um, but you amazing by Ariana. Um, amazing voice. Amazing voice of worship. So anyway, I love you guys. Love you. <laughs> Y'all have a blessed weekend and Good night. Good night.